Crack them, crack them, crack them, crack them if you got them. Yeah. Crack them, crack them, crack them, crack them. Crack them if you got them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the number one Dallas Cowboys Canadian podcast in the world. World. Uh, yeah. World. Rumble, you big tank. Just giving you a triple shot there. We got the bandwagon boys in the studs, and our host, Anth Bess, is on location out of studio here out today. Of studio. But hey, we got a big we got a big episode going today. First, we're gonna shout out our socials. You can follow us on all platforms, Cowboys Can Fan, at Cowboys Can Fan on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and of course on YouTube. If you're on YouTube and you haven't subscribed, which obviously you probably have if you're here, make sure you subscribe and hit that like button. All right, think, not boys. A, hey, not everybody subscribes. Well, if you have, and actually, they've proven that most people watching aren't. So subscribe if you're looking at this. <laughs> subscribe episode breakdown, if you boys. got them. Episode, episode breakdown. A lot of shit happened last week. Yep. Uh, obviously, the biggest news we're going to go over. We got Dak is hurt. Huge QB issues in Dallas. Uh, we're going to talk about the crack them if you got them. Player of the game versus the Buccaneers. And then the preview of the Cowboys versus Bengals week two. Yeah. Hell. <laughs> so well, but, we got but, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm finally out of my depressed I was coma just, a little bit. I was just gonna ask, how was the last two days post? I mean, the last two days from the public interacting with you, your friends and your coworkers, and then online. I want to hear oh. uh, how how was it for you, Anth? You you know what? Actually, I thought it was gonna there. I thought there was gonna be more backlash. It's almost most of my buddies kind of laid off because they realized I think I would have got it. I think I would have got more flack if Dak didn't get hurt. But I think my buddies crack, crack him if you got, got him. him. Crack him if you got him, son. I think I think a lot of my good friends that talk usually talk shit kind of just laid off the because of the fact Dak got hurt coming off of a game where we only scored three points. So it wasn't too bad. But then online, I don't know how many I don't know how many fucking times somebody went and found a post and just wrote, "Oh, this aged well." Like yeah, that I, I must have hey. got. I must have got at least a hundred of those. Oh, this this aged well. Smoke but weed it, it's every part day. of being a Cowboys fan. I was actually kind of curious with you guys. Did you guys get any flack from anyone? I got a lot of memes, and I went like this to them. Crack me, you got him, son. Yeah, get him I, down. I, I'm I'm dwindling my personal so, social media is down to just a fine a fine stew, and so um, I'm really not on anything except for ours. And ours on Twitter on our Twitter is full of love. There's obviously a lot of hate that goes goes around out there, but we're not getting it yet, and I don't. That's not a good sign, Anth. We want that hate. <laughs> I want that. I want that hate. Well, the Instagram did have the Instagram had people coming at me. The Instagram had people letting me know we lost and that we sucked. But I thought it was going to be worse. I honestly, after that game, well, you guys watched the game. We only scored three points out of thirty-two NFL teams. Thirty-one of them scored touchdowns. Only one didn't, and it was the Cowboys. So it was a pretty rough. Uh, it was a f- hard football game to watch. I think watching the football game was worse than anything that could come after. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was. It wasn't a good. Wasn't a good one. Let's, I, it uh, was terrible. You know. You know. You know what? The uh, like. So like I. I found that I was listening to more talking heads, like talking head uh, analysts, talk about it. And they all are saying a lot of the same things. Like it just felt like everybody was saying the same. Things about Dak, the Cowboys, Jerry Jones. I found looking at videos online and, and analyzing like our current situation in Dallas was worse than what I was getting from from you know people, coworkers, and uh, just mm. the regular public who know us. You know, 
My, yep. My final thoughts. Oh shit. Kilo's my final. My Kilo's final thoughts on the. Oh shit. Did you hit it? What up, Kilo? I'm hitting it right now. Smoke weed every day. My final thoughts on the game really are just um. Uh, my final thought is just like I'm a I'm I'm a little nervous. I'm quite nervous. Yeah, pretty that's nervous. Honest, I honestly <laughs> think that's probably the best way you could you could describe it is nervous. I was nervous after just watching Dak, and then when we found out about his thumb injury, it really puts it into a whole new perspective of mm-hmm. holy fuck, is the season actually done after week one? Like yeah. that's what I started going through my head. Six to eight weeks, I started doing the math. Like okay, for us to keep pace. He needs to at least win. You'd want him to, you want Cooper Rush to at least come in and split uh, wins and losses, right? To keep us in the NFC, e, NFC East race. Uh, it's a little dis, uh, disconcerting knowing that all the other NFC East teams won. So everyone's already up on us, one one nothing. And now we're going at it with Cooper Rush, who, I mean, hasn't looked very good in preseason he didn't look very good taking over for Dak at the end of the game maybe they end up changing the offensive game plan with Cooper Rush in there maybe they finally actually start running the fucking ball but obviously the biggest news is the Dak Prescott injury and what was it it first came out saying he was going to be out for six to eight weeks I think yep yes but recently it's kind of been saying possibly four well, they didn't. They they didn't put him on injury reserve, and I guess a theory is that it's because he could potentially be back in four weeks. However, that's Jerry Jones, and that's a lot of hopefulness. And truth be told, <laughs> opium baby. Truth opium. be told, I think we could all agree that 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 if it was a rushed four weeks to get him back on the field, it would really need to be determined by what the record is. And if we can squeak out a win before that, then it's much less like need to 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 rush him back the reality from um a uh, a report that uh, we were looking at is that it is these injuries take six to eight weeks so unless Dak Prescott has a little bit of Superman healing and it does happen with with players it's six to eight weeks and then it's going to take even longer to feel normal well, again six to eight weeks to get the to get the um strength to grip a football well, yeah so yep. they, they they were saying um that a lot of the tissue was kind of intact and it it looks like it's in a good position to heal i think the big thing for them not putting him on ir or at least what they're saying obviously i think everybody who's watching this has already read this or heard this but it's possibly it doesn't mean he's gonna be back on the game field playing against another team in four weeks it could just mean that he's he's taking uh Rep. practice because I mean, if yeah, not, he can still practice if he's yeah. on ir he can't, he can't be with the team he yes, can't be exactly out right. there doing shit. but is this just jerry jones just being a salesman like trying oh, to yeah. make cowboys fans not absolutely think that we're fucked for the next next six to eight weeks and giving us that little bit of hopium thinking oh man we could be possibly back having our quarterback uh week five or week six like it's hard it's to jerry, judge if baby. it's actually Right. Like I, I wouldn't put it past it. And yeah. then the one thing I was going to say about it is Drew Brees had a similar injury and he missed five. He missed five games. So you can at least there is a little bit of comparison. You can find Drew Brees who had a similar injury, missed five weeks. Yeah. So yeah. but that still kind of puts us at this point, I think, anywhere between four to eight weeks, <laughs> which is like yeah. very, <laughs> very broad. But it's a guessing game, man. And like you said, I don't I don't know if it was Ad or you, Alex. Obviously. It was but, that's, but that's just him coming back. 
He's still going to have to deal with the hand strength. Like there's going to be issues yeah, gripping yeah. the ball. There's going to be issues taking snaps. There's also going to be issues with that mental thing. Like it's just such a, it's just such shitty timing. And does it go back to the fact that the offense looks so bad those first three quarters Dak was in? And I know we didn't, we didn't have this down on the docket, but should, should uh, Dak and the rest of the offense at least played a few quarters in preseason? I know. I, yes, absolutely. After you right? see, after you see what happened there, the first thing that came to mind, my mind was this. Does he know any of these plays? Give him a chance, all right? The guy knows the basic package, but he's only taken a few snaps. I can't hear the sound effects. It's yeah. the one from any good. Does he know any of these plays? But, but he, he knows the basic package, but he's only taken a few snaps. Coming, That's what it felt like. Yeah, coming, it did. And coming out of that game with, with a loss and Dak intact, the issues would still be, in my mind, it would still be Dak. I'd be, I would still be feeling nervous. He didn't throw. Now, I'm not going to put the full blame on him because uh, he was, he'd had a bunch of fucking five, five, <laughs> five string wide receivers out yeah. there with CD who let up who, what caught two passes and 11, two 11, for 11, two for 11. So that's just dismal. But there were a number of noticeable, like what the fuck's passes going on out there, it, it, forcing it into coverage at least twice that we saw that was like a, a, one a, picked a, off. Yeah. Now, Who's to say? Is that the route or is that blah blah blah? But they looked pretty, pretty pissed off for, for my shitty yeah, eye. They, they didn't look good. I mean, three three first downs or three third down conversions out of fifteen attempts. That's pretty bad. Like that's really bad. That's very very it very just, bad. Yeah, a lot of the there's no excuse for the fact that they didn't run uh, Zeke uh, more. Like if your if your offense is it it just felt like everybody was trying to force it. So run Zeke, get TP twenty in there running get a rhythm going and and stop trying to force these fucking plays just because CD Lamb's your number one wide receiver. You know Dal- Dalton Schultz and 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 uh, Dak had more chemistry last year than CD and Dak. So why wouldn't we have leveraged Schultzy a bit more? Um and obviously we can attest that to Tampa Bay had a very solid defense. They 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 knew exactly what the Cowboys were going to do and they they were forcing them to try to make those plays. It looked like they were just panicking. It looked like they did not have a grip. Well, and obviously, none of the offense looked none of the offense looked comfortable at any point of that game. Yeah. No, at least we. The, the bright side is we only had to score three touchdowns to win that one. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I, I know. You, I know. You're you're not wrong though. Like, I, 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 is that wild? Like, that's not. No. If you if yeah. you would have told me at the start of the season, or sorry, it is the start of the season, yeah. but like yeah. two months ago that we were going to hold the Bucks to 19 points. I Garrett, I would have thought we won that game fucking game. nine out of ten times. Uh, unfortunately, the tenth time we scored three points. <laughs> so, so maybe, maybe the maybe there were things on defense we saw that could have been uh, that we could have been like harping on, but they just played very well. And it's against Tom Brady, so you're always going to get that kind of extra. H- had that not happened to Dak, I think the obviously the the thing that would have possibly and it almost overshadowed the Dak and Dallas situation, but it felt like everybody was covering it. Obviously it was like the story of the weekend, but like the, uh, the Broncos losing the Seahawks, like almost took over as like the yeah. biggest <laughs> thing of football week one. Very and unfortunately yeah. Dak going down and the, and the mishaps that our front offices has done for us in this off season or, or didn't do for us in this off season is like the talk is a, is a big talk right now, at least in our world, because that's the, the number one thing that we're thinking about. But uh, 
enough talk about Dak. We got to talk about the guy that's going to be coming in for Dak Prescott. The news headlines. The news headlines were ripe with the question: Who is Cooper Rush? <laughs> Quick question though: Do you think another reason um, about Dak not going on IR and 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 another way that they're justifying it for themselves would be the fact that because the team is in the state that that they're in, they want Dak to be in a bigger leadership position with the team. Like if he was on IR, like is he? That's a good. That's a good. He's all practicing with the team. Like, th- could this be another thing for him to kind of help keep some of these younger players? Uh, mentally prepared for i think it's a little bit of hopium for not only fans but for players yeah yeah you're right if you if he's on ir i mean the shitty thing is that takes up a roster spot and there's a lot to there's a lot of guys on there who are x kind of extra positions that don't really need to be there like just for example our wide receiver core you know we don't need as many as we have on the team right now and i think that a lot of that's uncertainty also the injuries of course but that's you know, I, I think, it, I mean, it was like you saw it's nice to see Schultze try to step in as the leader of the team. <laughs> yeah. And then and then I think Micah saw Schultze post that he's like, OK, I'm not going on. on yeah. OK, we'll touch <laughs> on that actually real quick. Uh, so, so what yeah. so what ads talking about is Schultze came out with a quote basically saying instead of running away from the storm, he's going to run into it. And all I was thinking is Schultze, this isn't Fortnite. This is yeah. like <laughs> this is this is real life. But then Micah, Micah was supposed to be on Undisputed today and he declined and he said uh, our starting quarterback just got hurt. We lost the game. He said, I think it'd be inappropriate if we, um, if I went on. He said he's got to be a leader of this team. <laughs> You're blocked. <laughs> Still no love from Schultz. Fucking Schultzy. Okay, so with Cooper Rush, guys, we've seen him start one game. We watched him play on uh, Halloween last year against the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, the thing with the thing with Cooper Rush, he's not very known around anywhere else but to Cowboys fans. Uh, yes. He he went to college. He had fifty games in college. Had a thousand completions, sixteen hundred attempts, sixty two percent completion rate, and twelve thousand yards. Ninety touchdowns and fifty five interceptions with one hundred thirty nine point one QBR. Sc- scrap, so scrap that. Uh, scrap the college QBR. It's fucking not. Is it weird? I don't think it's the same because, like, when you have under a two to one ratio with your touchdowns and interceptions, how can you be nearly a perfect QBR? So right. It's, okay. It's got to be different than NFL. Gotcha. So he was he was a 2017 undrafted free agent. Uh, he's had 11 appearances, one start. He started, like I said, week eight versus the Vikings in 2021 when Dak was out with that calf injury after beating the New England Patriots. He completed 60% of his passes for 325 yards. He had two touchdowns and one interception and led a comeback drive that ended by throwing a touchdown to Amari Cooper in the final minute of that victory. This is the issue. We won 20-16 to against the Vikings, but if you look back at the stats, out of those 325 yards that he threw and the two touchdowns, 130 of those yards and one of those touchdowns was two, do, 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 Amari, Amari Cooper. Cooper, who is not there anymore. Oh, CD Lamb also had a pretty good game against uh, the Vikings that week, but he was playing second fiddle, right? He was probably getting less coverage rolled to him, and Amari Cooper still ended up having like, a, if you have 130 yards and a touchdown, that's a pretty damn good game. So what are we replacing that with, right? 
what it, like so he he's coming in the the weapons are not as strong um potentially maybe next week you know let's hope it was a lot of nerves and just shaking off some of that rust um and i like you said and i think the game plan will change let's hope because we looked at uh, and, and this is this is going to help cooper rush but we look at what dak did do it just do it do it crack, crack it, if it if you got Ooh, that was a sloppy crack well, sloppy oh, crack. Always is, baby. <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded as though that was already cracked. Did you pre-crack? It, it? was a pre-crack. Um, I'm just like I'm just like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just drinking fake cans. Um, no, but the the run game was a five. Uh, Elliot was the only one involved in it, but he had five plus yards and only ran for whatever, just a bit over ten uh, ten attempts, I think. Okay, I got to cut you guys off right yep. now. Can we win next week with Cooper Rush? Well, Jose Ultra- against. Jose Ultra Cowboy just came in and he says, Cooper Rush beats the Bengals. Cowboys need a draft to QB. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love, I love Ultra Cowboy. He's, he's, I love him. He's no, awesome. He's not, he's not wrong. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a knee jerk statement, but in the moment it will be right. I hey, think if yep. they, if, if, if Cooper Rush comes in and beats the Bengals with the same team that Dak Prescott just struggled with, I will fully admit that we need to figure something out in the off season. I already think we need to figure something out with the quarterback. We didn't either need to draft one, uh, a better backup, but if Cooper rush wins against the Cincinnati Bengals, who were in the super bowl last year with the same team that Dak Prescott just had three points with, I will, I'm going to start questioning a lot of things. You'll eat crow. Like I'll eat crow. Um, but, but look, that's the thing is we're, we're hopeful. I, I'm hopeful. Would, would, would you buy a rush Jersey? no, <laughs> but I'm asking you guys, do you think Cooper Rush can win? Can win next Th- week? This is my answer to you. Do I think that he that he that he can lead the Cowboys to victory? Yes, I do. But I'm not answering will. <laughs> so you think he has a chance? I think he, every he, he of course he has a chance. We saw him we saw him win a game against the Vikings. I, um I didn't see that the Bengals were like now the Bengals have crazy good weapons, but they're not they're no better than um uh, uh, box right uh, so I, we're gonna we're gonna jump into that we're gonna get into the preview mm-hmm. but is cooper rush okay another question i'll ask you guys say we well, go i didn't get to answer my i i do okay think, sorry, I'm sorry. I think, yes yes i think we are gonna beat the Bengals solely because of the the how dire of a situation that we're in right now i do believe that we're gonna see a few key players step up and make some big plays i you know obviously uh burrow's uh, had five turnovers, which we'll get into um, last week, and they were still close to 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 winning. But it's against like I don't know. I it it it, it could have been a lot more the way that Burroughs was playing. It's going to be tough, but I think that we I feel like they're going to scale it back. Cooper Rush isn't going to try to force the plays like Dak, and I and I just I think CD's going to I think CD's actually going to turn up on this game. And we're going to see a little bit of a connection with CD and 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 Cooper, and I think Zeke's gonna Zeke's gonna uh, get two tutties. The the issue wow. with this, the issue with this is he played quite a bit of snaps against the Bucks, and he looked just as shitty, if not worse, than Dak. You yeah. know, like I would have felt a little bit better about our situation going in. I I'm going to say it right now. I do not think we're going to beat the Bengals. I I don't think we're going to beat them. The Bengals are coming off of a game that they should have won against the Steelers. They kind of embarrassed themselves a little bit, but I don't think Cooper Rush has the weapons around him. Just like I said, I don't think Dak Prescott has the weapons around him 
to beat a top 10 team in the NFL right now. I, I hope, and I really, really hope, and I hope I'm wrong, and I really would love to be wrong. I just don't think the Cowboys and Cooper Rush can beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I think a lot of people are saying, uh, so in the chat, uh, you know, King Trill saying, I'm a big fan of Dak, but we need to step up in these big games. Uh, Ultra Cowboys saying, we're blessed to have Micah, you bet. Um, Cody oh, Haller yeah. saying, Dak was making throws to receivers who didn't have the skill set to, ma- to make the catches, which we talked about. Um, Kilo drops a nice big resiliency resi- resiliency in there. Uh, I think he's thinking we're going to have uh, a Schultzy step up. And everybody agrees that if we if we run the ball, if we have more running attempts in this game, we have a very good shot at at least contending and and possibly winning with Cooper Rush. Okay, so we're going to get into the keys to win, but the next our next games up to the bye weeks. So this, this is our games coming up uh, to the bye. I'm going to name the game. You tell me if you think we can win or lose this game with Cooper Rush. Okay. We'll just fire it out real quick. I already said the Bengals. You both kind of – AJ, you kind of beat around the bush a little I didn't. bit. I didn't. I said we're winning. Okay, so AJ's loss adds win. Okay, Giants. At win. Giants. Win. I think win. Has to be a win. Yeah, it just win. has to be a win. Yeah, three of us. Uh, are commanders. Loss. I, I think that one's. I think that one's a. That one's a. That one's a win. Week four against the Commanders. It has to be a win. So this. This is the thing. If we lost to the Bengals, or it, I don't want to say when we lose to the Bengals, but if we lose to the Bengals in week two, we have to win at Giants and then versus the Commanders in week three and four. Then week five, it gets a little bit tough. Uh, we're down in L.A. against the Rams. When, got when, loss. when Dak comes back, <laughs> I would love for that. That'd be awesome if he did. Dak comes back. Well, I guess that 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 that's a potential Dak comeback game, but I don't want to see it. I want to see him come back when it's health. Listen, health. you just said it. You you said it to me. Drew Bledsoe had the same issue. Breeze, Breeze, Drew, Drew Breeze. I was gonna say Bledsoe. I thought for whatever reason I thought Bledsoe, but I ima- Im- <laughs> imagine that this is a Bledsoe Brady situation. Bledsoe goes out, Brady comes in, they ride Brady to the end, and they and they Brady. Yeah, but the difference is Cooper Rush has been in the league since 2017. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, and he's had his chances. But I, I do, I do say, see what you're saying. But no matter what, even if Cooper Rush goes undefeated till Dak's back, guaranteed he's going back to the bench. Yeah, yeah. D- okay, D- so then, so but you guys didn't say week week five at Rams. Give me it. Win or loss? Loss. And AJ. I said loss, loss. Oh, loss. you said loss. Okay, so week week six at Eagles. This is the game I'd you, like. You to went see loss and with Rams. Sorry. Ah, uh, yeah, I think it's a loss. Okay. I think it's a loss. And then week six, we're at the Eagles. This would be the game just for like poetic justice. I would like to see Dak come back for. Oh, so you're you're writing this like a movie, you're like a movie, this like a Netflix movie. And That's- then I'm gonna say I'm gonna say win with Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott. We yeah, beat the Eagles I, in Philly. I say we I say we beat the Eagles as well. With or without deck prep, I got. I I'm. I think this one's a loss, but I'd AJ's, love to. AJ's, I know. AJ's being a realist. Okay, I so, like it. so Jose Ultra but, Cowboys making some uh, making some good points. 49ers went to the NFC Championship after starting three and five. Eagles went to the playoffs after starting three and six. Week. I three, like Ultra Cowboys being positive today. I yeah, like I it. Week, week. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Gallup returns. Week five. James Washington returns. So now we're starting. That's to get, huge. We're getting more offensive weapons in. In, week six, the- Dak Prescott's back. Okay, well, hang on, hang on. I'm changing my week six to a win. And but then then he, I mean, he started and he started it off. And that's the top. because the receivers are back. I missed the other two. So, ultra ultras 
laying a couple other things here. He said before when we before we started talking about it, about the win loss, Cooper at least throws the ball deep. We have weapons. Mitch tri- Mitch Trubisky beat the Bengals, which is he saying we could beat the Bengals. And, the da- and Dak's been terrible in the last nine games, so we had to throw the Dak. Okay, been bad. So we we all know that. And then we, Cody yeah, Cody Hoover also says our defense can win those divisional games. So yes. We, we have the defensive chops to be very competitive if we can stay run heavy and then we get those we get Cooper Rush comfortable in the pocket or comfortable on the field or comfortable in a fucking helmet. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah. ha- we, have, we have a shot. We got two more fucking games. Let's get through this and then we can hit up more. Okay, week seven game. versus the Lions. That's I, a, that's I'm going to start out. That's a tricky one because I like the Lions this year. I do. I, they should have beat the Eagles they have a few by I think by week seven, the Lions are going to be a lot better team than a lot of people think they are right now. I think uh, I still just because I want the season to mine's a loss on the on the on the Lions. I'm going to win. And final against the Bears and Justin Fields. That has that's another game. That's a has win. to be a win. That's a win. Has to be a win. Like we had talked okay. about, though, we have we have the defense to possibly help carry Cooper Rush. He just has to do enough to beat the Giants and the Commanders. Those are two games that even if we lost every other single game, Cooper Rush has to will, has to get the team. He has to win those two fucking games. Without a doubt, those two divisional games, we have to win. We're, we're all the same. We're all the uh, Dallas D will beat the Lions, says uh, Ultra. We're all the same score, but just different win losses. <laughs> We all Is think it, was it? We all think the Cowboys by week nine are going to be five and three. Oh, I do <laughs> not, not think that. I don't hey. either. Uh, uh, hey, we, guess what? Hey, 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 guess what? Yeah, you think that, son. I do think that. You know what's funny? I'd be happy if somehow we're three and five. Yes. I'm seeing the world through Jerry colored glasses right now, guys. <laughs> the hopium is strong with you. You know so what? We're gonna, yeah. This fine. is the last it's thing. Fine. This is the last thing we're going to say about. Boots on uh, the grounds in the house. He's driving. What's up, Boots? Be up, careful. Boots? Keep your eyes on the road. Crack them if you yeah, got Keep them. your eyes on the road. Uh, don't crash. Uh, last thing we're going to say about this Bucks cowboys game. We got to do the... We're going to do this thing every uh, episode after a game. We're going to do the crack and player of the game. So we had three... We kind of each picked a guy. We had three people that stood out to us. There was an honorable mention, but I'll just go through these three names. Uh, safety Donovan Wilson. He had... Uh, four tackles, one assist, and one interception. We had punter Brian Anger, who had five punts with a 51-yard average, two inside the 20, which is that's that's really good stat line for a punter. And then, of course, the the linebacker Micah Parsons, four tackles, one assist, and two sacks. And Those were our three, kind of the him. three we came up with. Crack and player of the game. But who do you pick out of those guys? Out of those three, who is your crack and player of the game? I mean, he's too sexy not to to pick in game and then in physical form. That's Michael Parsons, baby. The linebacker, yeah. aka Eleven from Heaven, baby. You're going linebacker. Oh, I thought AJ would you're saying he's too sexy to not whammy. pick. You were gonna go Brian Anger. <laughs> <laughs> I but without a doubt, I go Michael Parsons. Anger, mark my words, is gonna get one this year. So mark that down for week one, crack and player of the game, Micah Parsons. We're going to do a tally for the end of the year. And, and, we'll, and I mean, we'll have them post it. We'll have a nice little image of the Cowboys can fan crack and player of the week on just like they do the Pepsi player of the week. We'll have a nice image on the Instagram and we'll have uh, every time we. Congrats, Micah. 
Uh, every time you every, deserved it. Every time, and we'll I'll make a graphic so that when we do the crack and player of the week, we'll put them up and we'll have a chart of people. And then if 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 whoever wins the most crack and players of the week, we'll send them a beer. <laughs> that that'd be funny. I would like that. That'd be hilarious. Okay, moving on. We are jumping into week two. Let's get week one out of our brains. That Move shit on. was that shit was forgettable. None of us care about it anymore. Week two, we got the X or the Super Bowl runner-ups, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals coming off of a overtime loss against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm just gonna run some stats from you for you guys of mm-hmm. from the Bengals from last week, just their player stats. And tell me after what jumps out to you. Joe Burrow, 338 yards, two touchdowns, but four interceptions. Joe Mixon, 27 carries, 82 yards with only a 3.0 average. And then the big dog that you got to worry about here, Jamar Chase, 10 10 receptions, 129 yards, one touchdown for a 12.9 average. So those are their lead lead guys uh, from week one. They do have a good they do have a good triplets there. I say this, I think we are getting Burroughs at a nice time of year. It um maybe it was just that one week, but he's still showing signs of making some poor decision making and I can say that coming from a Cowboys fans point of view after week 1, okay? Um <laughs> uh but no, just that the and Mixon that's kind of been his game. He's he's usually like getting those 20 plus touches, but he um, I think he's had chunks of seasons uh, where he's had like very, very, you know, huge games, but he also falls into those kind of busts scenarios. Although, you know, if, 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 uh, uh, if they can consistently do that 20 plus rushes and 80 yards, I mean, no one's going to complain. It's, it's not necessarily uh, they're sticking to their game plan. Obviously. Yeah, ex- exactly. It's a little concerned. It's good all around. It's good news that they have those two stats. Um, but we know who what do Burrow's we got to do to get Zeke 27 carries? I know just like, fucking I don't know. Someone needs to just make Kellen Moore watch game film. Kellen Moore walks around popping peanuts in his mouth and goes, I don't look at the past. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Always the forward. thing that drives me nuts is Joe Burrows still threw the ball 53 fucking times. OK, yes, it was overtime. So they basically had another quarter of of stats. But Joe Burrows threw 53 times and Joe Mixon still somehow had 27 carries like i'd be happy i want at least well, i want they, 20 how carries many times they punt did they punt five times <laughs> yeah, probably not they were actually probably converting they were probably actually converting third downs another interesting stat looking at this the Bengals here is joe burrows ran it six times for 47 yards so he wow. has he has a little bit of uh pep in his step in that regard well i uh, he's a good quarterback let's be honest right I'm, like I'm, that, that, sorry the, the interceptions are i are are something that we can hopefully continue this week, but I don't know that it's going to be something that is with him throughout his career. Okay. I'm going to ask you guys. Well, biggest- hang, hang on. I, I think, uh, and, and Cody Hoover in the chats saying Diggs is going to make a season interception debut against Burroughs. I think that if we can't get Diggs interception, uh, intercepting Burroughs, that'll be my biggest point. This disappointment on the, on this next game, minus us losing. Diggs has I want to get to see in. Turpin figure it out. Okay, well, so sorry, that's, what, that's that's what they're all that's what they're also chatting in in the chat about Turpin. So is that your biggest thing? Then I was going to ask. I want to hear from you guys the most the matchup that you think we need to win for us to have a chance in this game. So, Ad, are you saying Trevon Diggs versus Joe Burrows and Jamar Chase is up there for the biggest uh, matchup that we have to win to have a successful game against these guys? 
no, no. I I think the the biggest matchup for us to win the game is to get Micah into fucking yeah. Macaulay Culkin's face and sack the shit out of him. You know what's interesting about Micah this week? He's probably going to be going up a lot against ex-Cowboy Lael Collins, who we lost in free agency. And uh, Lael Collins, I honestly believe he's a pretty good uh, right tackle, but I hope Micah embarrasses him. Yeah. I think, I think um, yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be the same thing that was working for us on defense is just continual pressure on that. Uh, and, and week one is continual pressure on the quarterback, get Micah in to eat. Um, and also D-Law showed us a little bit of that, of that uh, lockdown left end position. Um, Great know. run defender. Yeah. You know, so, the interesting, you know what the interesting thing about Micah was last week? A lot of the time he's had a lot of success coming off the left end position or the left side, but both his sacks on Brady, he was lined up at right defensive end and playing against the left tackle, who's actually... The second sack was against the backup, but his first sack was against the starter. So it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see where they do put Micah Parsons. I believe he's going to be lined up against Lael Collins because he's went against Lael. He probably knows his tendencies. He knows his weaknesses. He knows how to exploit those. Well, that's the thing. You say that to all. Of them. <laughs> uh, Micah can line up on either side, and, and he's still just as as uh, as dangerous. Uh, Cody Hoover yep. says Home Alone versus the Lion King. That's the matchup that I'm, that I'm, <laughs> that I'm talking about. And according, That's good. And, and Ultra Cowboys saying, according to uh, PFF, Lale was trash last week. So He was. He had a couple holding calls. So great. Let's, fucking, let's, let's, let's find those holes and let's fucking blast through them. Can we keep J- Jamar Chase under 100 yards, do you think? <laughs> no. We, we struggle, we're struggling with the run. We're st- our defense is still struggling with the run, at least from last game. So... I think he's still. I think he's going to eat. Um, Do you mean Joe Mixon or Jamar Chase? Uh, sorry, Jamar Chase. Uh, Joe Mixon's going to eat, and I think we're going to shut down Jamar Chase. Okay. So our pass game's going to. So you got you got our DBs. You have Jaron Curse is going to be out out this game, which yep. sucks. So you're going to have one of our big playmakers on the line, the run game. So you think the run game's going to still I, do I, its thing, but you believe we st- stop Jamar Chase under 100. I think I think Jamar Chase is going to get stopped under a hundred, and I think uh, what's going I think what's going to happen, or what I'm hoping to happen, Mike is going to put a lot of pressure on on Burrows. He's going to make some sloppy decisions. Jamar Chase isn't going to isn't going to isn't going to break it off, but we're we're going to have a hard time against Mixon. You you know what I try to do? I try to I try to conti- keep that. But I'm pressure. not an analyst. I keep that pressure with the linebackers and the, um and. and maybe focus on that run game to make sure that we shut that down and then just try to play really tight on those other uh, receivers and let chase. And if it's going to be digs uh, go one-on-one because I'll take 150 chase yards and a touchdown. If that means that we can kind of stifle everything else. And then maybe you just give up a a big play here or two. With the potential, though, if he's going to be airing the ball out, that Diggs can make the play on that ball. So it's not always bad to like kind of um, give him a, give him a little bit of something. That's how Diggs has made his career thus yeah. far. Okay, yeah. so we we have uh, five storylines going into the Bengals and Cowboys game here on NFL.com, uh, written by Leighton Praler. I'm pretty sure we've read his shit before but it kind of touches into what we were talking about 
uh, including the picking up of former Cowboys tackle Lael Collins. The Bengals last week allowed seven sacks against the Steelers. Micah oh. Parsons racked up two sacks on his own against the Bucks last week, plus the Cowboys defense collectively had six tackle for losses in that game. Should the rest of the Dallas young front seven get pressure early, it could cause further problems for Cincinnati. So we kind of touched on that. The main thing to winning any NFL game is to get pressure. Our defense was getting pressure on Brady last week, and it did help our defense get them off the field and hold uh, the Bucks to three points. If we have a chance to beat the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow, we're definitely going to have to have a great defensive uh, showing from our front seven. It's like Dallas is going for and it. And if the sacks weren't an issue enough for Burrow, he had five turnovers. He was responsible for throwing four picks, and then he actually lost a fumble. Do I think he's going to do that again oh. this week? Probably not. He only had 14 interceptions all of last season. So the chances of him even having a multi-interception game again is, according to his stats from last year, is pretty much slim to none. But we did turn over Brady last week with Donovan Wilson's one pick. It's pretty much playing into the narrative that we need our defense to step up. Diggs had a good game last week. He had a couple nice pass breakups. Sure, he got beat by um, Evans on that one touchdown, but that was a very athletic touchdown. He did get tried yeah. a couple times, and he got pass breakups. I think yeah. Diggs, Diggs is going to turn into a very good cornerback, and his thing isn't going to just be interceptions. But we do need interceptions. We do need them. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, oh, we fuck do yeah. need them. Yeah, we, like, hey, I will never complain. Picks. I will never complain about a Diggs INT. Oh, shit. There's no audio there again. Unless he... Th- I'm- interceptions and then throws the ball to the other team i'm also going to say anyone that's in the chat right now if you haven't smashed that thumbs up smash it do whatever you can to help grow this channel we appreciate it if you hit that thumbs up other people that are like-minded cowboys fans will be in here and we can chat with them so we it would really help us out we appreciate it he's so hot right now (laughs) so then going on here uh fuck i lost my storyline here evan mcpherson yeah, I'm gonna just skip that one. Fuck them. Like yeah, I don't give I don't give a guy. fuck about the Bengals kicker. No. Uh, although it's going with special teams, they are without long snapper Clark Harris, which that can provide a huge spark with punts. We're gonna have a chance possibly to block a punt or block a point after or a field goal. Sure. This is a good stat that I like. I always I don't know how you guys feel about these stats where they show uh, win loss um, historically. Historically, because it doesn't really matter, but it's interesting to always see. The Cowboys are 9-4 and four against the Bengals in the series. Uh, history with Dallas taking the last four matchups dating back to 2008. So the Cowboys have not lost to the Bengals since 2008. Yeah, for me, I, I these stats, you're right. Like, I want to know maybe the last two games or or as far back as it is relevant with the core of the team. Once, yeah. the, once the team's turned over on either side, it's, it's really moot. But it is. And, Last uh, time we played them was in 2020 when the Cowboys won 30-7 to in Cincinnati, but the Bengals were without rookie Joe Burrow due an ACL. And it was actually funny because Dalton, or, uh, Dalton uh, Andy Dalton was the one that beat his former team. But 
I unless you played them last year, it doesn't fucking matter, to be honest. No, it doesn't. We're gonna find out. And then we got some Cowboys stuff here. After it was originally thought that Dak Prescott would miss six to eight weeks with his thumb injury against the Bucks last week, owner GM Jerry Jones said on 105.3 The Fan that Prescott would not go to injured reserve. I'm going to skip over this because we've already talked about that. Uh, the number one question for the Cowboys for the next couple of weeks following Prescott's thumb injury becomes how this offense will function with backup Cooper Rush. We all kind of split. Ad thinks we're going to beat these motherfucking Bengals. AJ and I think we're probably going to lose. Well, we haven't lost to the Bengals since 2008, so. Do you, so you're you're going with the historical. Or would you bet on them? Yeah. How I much would you bet? How much should I bet? Well, actually, this is the funny thing. I will definitely be betting on the Cowboys because I will be in Las Vegas for this game. Yeah. So uh, hey, I'll it, go. I'll get. I'll go in on it with you. So whatever you bet, uh, whatever you're going to bet, double it, and I'll and I'll send you some cash. Is that it. this weekend, Anth? You're gone. That's I'm gone. I leave tomorrow. That's right. I, I leave gets, tomorrow. And, so that's a big announcement Damn. too. Like we're we're solo in the studio uh, for this game. You're going to be keen. I, you're going to be on. You're going to be on the in the depths of. Uh, in the depths of uh, Las Sin. Vegas, Sin City, looking for some trouble or looking for some TV to watch the game, and you're going to be coming in on us uh, uh, remote. So, question though, should we? How are we going to work? What you're saying? How are we going to work that out? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're, we're just going to. We're not going to talk behind baseball in front of our. In, in no behind audience. baseball. Hey, well, I think it's going to be. You're going to have an audio device. <laughs> and you're gonna be you're gonna be drunk and uh, strolling the streets and just look staring at your phone and talking to us while while we stream the game. <laughs> you just need to. You're get... like Anth. Why aren't you wearing shoes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I lost them. In, I lost them in the waterfall. Honestly, what? you just you need you need your AirPods. You need your phone, and you need a little you need your little tripod device so you can have your phone on you. And then, and then I'll I'll mute you when you're too loud or not paying attention, and I'll unmute you when you when you aren't. <laughs> And, and okay, CD Lamb yeah. came into 2022 as the clear cut number one receiver. Uh, but now with Cooper Rush in, or sorry, now with Cooper in Cleveland, Amari Cooper in Cleveland, and Michael Gallup still working back from an ACL surgery. Uh, coming off his first Pro Bowl season and first 1,000 yard season, expectations were understandably high. However, the former first round pick mustered just two catches for 29 yards on 11 targets. With mostly unproven guys around, the Bengals are sure to zero in on Lamb, who the Cowboys will be counting on to put week one behind him to get back on track. So that brings my question to you mm. guys. Obviously, we were super disappointed in C.D. Lamb's performance week one. How much can you put on him for that performance, and how much can you put on Dak for Dak's performance? Uh, well, first of all, okay, they both are to blame equally because – CD's out. CD's two for eleven is just yeah. Not all of those could be bad throws, but then there was also Dak, who I'm sure he knows he made some pretty bad poor poor. Maybe it was due to the uh, lack of options, but we know that he made some poor passes there too. So they both need to fucking well. There's the one check where themselves there's the one where themselves. there's the one CD play. played like shit. Yeah, CD, CD, CD was not like good. Shit. Here's the thing. There's the one play where uh, it looked as though Dak threw behind him, but Dak had to wait. CD wasn't in the spot where he should have been, so Dak actually had to uh, to to wait to throw it, and that's where the timing was just all off. It's just they were just both out of, out of sync. Yeah. I I think there was a couple clear catches that CD should have clutched in, no matter 
no matter how off or bad, it's like it went right through your fucking hands. It just shouldn't have happened. It can happen. Can happen. Does but, he come back? But, does he come back week two with a little fire in his belly? I think so. What you got to do is just find a way to solve it. You need to get the other other receivers. And actually, Noah Brown had a pretty decent game. I think he had like six six receptions or something for uh, 60, 70, 80 yards. Probably uh, the la- the lower half of that. But um, still, you know, he's someone that you can say, okay, how can we utilize him? Get C.D. Lano open more. Don't forget about Dalton Schultz, who you can add in as that receiver, uh, um, add, add in on that receiver kind of core, basically. He can, he can fit in nicely. And if you're using him at all, um, Tony Pollard can also sit in there in some sort of packages. So there's still no, a lot. but they, the thing with Tony Pollard though is they're just going to use him to block in really key moments and then yeah. get blown over and get Dak sacked. Yeah, no, no. I well, <laughs> this is Rumble, the whole you big tank. The whole thing can all can be boiled down to again, and I have a shitty eye for it, but I don't think I'm <laughs> gonna. I don't think people are gonna argue with me. Like Kellen Moore is just ba- baffles me with his play with how he calls a game. He baffles yeah. me with how he uses players and where's the adjustment, right? Sometimes you, you, you write out a plan and it doesn't work. Well then now what? Like you, you have to have kind of the ability to uh, improvise, use adapt and have, evolve, baby adapt and evolve. And if that means simplifying something, so you're, you're literally just going for five to 12 yards, but you know, uh, running like when Zeke touched the ball and he ran for sure. 5.2 every time. Why yeah. not keep giving him the ball? Like, why are we out trying to outsmart ourselves? It's like, I, 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 there was issues with the Cowboys' offensive coordination uh, in 2016, but at least they would line up and you knew they were running the ball and everybody else knew they were running it and they would still get five yards. You, you know, why not do that until they stop you? If you run the ball for an average of five plus yards, four plus yards, I'll give you, and 20 plus times a game, that's going to force the defense to, to always be focused on that run game. And yeah. that's going to open up the the pass game. If you're constantly, if you're showing that, hey, we're not really invested in the run game, we're only going to run six times this half. I mean, okay, that, that makes the defense pretty, it makes it very clear. And let's just put on the icing on top of the cake again, going back to the beginning of this whole rant, was, okay, you can do that when you have the weapons. We're not sitting there right now with those types of weapons or, or those people who warrant that type of um, attention, right, from the Bengals. So they'll just keep stuffing the run game if that's the case. And that's fine as long as you can uh, figure out a way to pass around it. Yeah. Okay, this is a good segue with the run, talking about the run game because one of the biggest storylines heading into the season was how rookie Tyler Smith uh, was about to play his first career start in the NFL, and he was in place for an all-pro future Hall of Famer, Tyron Smith. The offensive line as a whole uh, was kind of a big question mark in the offseason. Like, we were kind of worried going into this week. And I think Tyler Smith, personally, I thought he played pretty well at left guard Mm -hmm. in training camp. But then he was shifted over to tackle, and he held his own the whole game. Yeah, one of the bigger bigger question marks coming into the season was, how is he going to line up? How's our first round? draft pick and uh, gonna line up and, and how's he gonna fare and he was probably the least thing to worry about in, in he wasn't that like game. there was there was a couple he had a couple penalties which is shitty but the stage you're on sunday night football week one and to come out and do what he did against arguably one of the better defensive ends in the nfl uh barrett 
I was very happy with how he crack played. And crack me if you got him. I got a question. When Jason Peters is ready to go, there's been a little controversy going on. Um, he's possibly, they said that he could play right tackle. He's Jason Peters, the Eagle, the longtime yeah. Eagle legend that we just signed, is naturally a left tackle, has always played left tackle. But the Jones family came out saying he could also play right tackle. So I don't know if they're trying to scare Terrence Steele and make him feel worried that he's in a competition or do they play him at left tackle and move Tyler Smith back to left guard? Like there's a lot of shit that's still unanswered on this offensive line. I believe that there's an answer to help with that predicament because Peters is going to come in. Is it going to be next week? Is it going to be two weeks? Who knows? Um, but he's going to eat up a little bit, but not too much of that. Is 11- it just because they're trying to get him like familiar? Cause he's coming out of retirement. No, I was halfway through. <laughs> I was yeah. halfway through the sentence. Sorry. That's okay. Go I back thought, to what Ann said. I thought we were allowed cutting each other off. Well, I mean, go ahead. <laughs> I'll, start, I'll start again after. I want to know. I want to know I what everyone was saying. Were, I thought you were finished. So go ahead. Finish what you were saying. Okay. Well, we'll watch the clip back and see how fit. <laughs> no. So I think there is an answer to the issues that were brought up about the offensive line. And... Peters is going to be back. Is it next week? Is it in two weeks? We don't know. But the, he's going to have to sign a contract. There's $11 million left in the in the cap because right now he's just on a practice squad contract. So let's Correct. say he eats up $3 million, All right. Now we still have a, lot of, a little bit of money to play with. There are two guards, one in particular who I think we could actually sign, who could come in and help resolve some of that. One of them is uh, Eric Flowers. Uh, who I Guards or tackles? Guard. This is a guard, but there, here's the re- here's the reason though. Okay. So, so because we um, if you bring in a guard, Eric Flowers or Quentin Spain, Quentin Spain is the one who I would look at. I, I believe he played with Cincinnati last year, perhaps, but he played on another team. Anyways, he's a pretty good uh, ranked on the PFF, uh, you know, guard rankings. However, they. They do that. That's the only this, way. Their that, spectrum. Yeah, it's the only way that I know how to how to gauge a, a guard. A fucking guard. Yeah. Without watching all their tape. <laughs> but he would be roughly, say, $3 million, maybe even cheaper than that. So you bring in him as well. He's a free agent. Now you have, sure, he's a fucking Band-Aid, but who cares? We are bleeding right now. And that's going to help Tyler. That's going to relieve a lot of pressure. This guy knows how to play football. He can hop in either as a swing guard. I don't know if they have that. Or even potentially play. There was also an injury on on guard, wasn't there, Ant? This week, I don't know if it's a st- if yep. It's a stick. Connor McGovern, yeah, Con- Connor McGovern got banged up, so he might be back. But still, imagine that. Now we have two of these kind of veterans coming in, and they're just all they're expected to do is swing. They may start, but um, that I don't know. I think that that would help answer a lot of questions. And we have the cap space to do it because we're not going to go out and sign OBJ or like we're not going to go out and get anyone with the money that's left and there still would yep. be enough money to like 5 million or something left in the cap. And that's what the, that's the game that we're playing here right now. Well, offensive linemen, you can never have too many and you can never have too many healthy offensive linemen. And we've had the injury bug so far with offensive linemen, kind of like 2020. And it's a very, very slippery slope. Like it can get away from you really quick. Cause right now we got Tyler Smith kicking out to left tackle and we have Matt Farniak, who's going to be starting at left guard. Well, what happens if Matt Farniak goes down? Then who, like, I don't even know who the next guy up is at that point. Yeah. And and look, I think that's a big thing that's kind of being overlooked because it's, again, it's not sexy, but like, where does 
of a football, where does a quarterback start? It's giving him an extra half second to throw a ball or giving him some more time in the pocket to, to read the play or players to get open. Or have the confidence. Or the confidence, yeah. If, right. he, if, he's, if he's fucking ducking down and thinking yeah. he has to run every time, yeah. So I think that's a place that still should be looked at. Peters is not the answer. He's coming in as a fucking panic. Not, not panic like, oh my God, we need to make a decision, but like, oh shit, we didn't know we were going to have to do this this soon. Like we knew we were right. going to have to do it this sometime. And so I don't know. I, I think that that would help. And that's going, like Noah Brown still showed up on the field. Is there some potential there for um, if, if, we, if we can get that depth up and feel more confident with the offensive line, is the potential still there to put some, you know, 21 points on the board is what we fucking need. More than three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, more than more, three. More than right. three. Which shouldn't be a fucking tall order to, to, to go no. for. No, no, there's no excuse for any. There's no, in today's NFL with the passing and how much it adhere, or goes towards the offensive game plan, like rules and refing, there's no excuse for scoring only three points. I don't give a fuck who your quarterback is. Like, there was no excuse for Dak Prescott. Crack him if you got him. There was no excuse for Dak Prescott only getting three points. So the last point we'll, we'll, we'll touch on here is, Obviously, we know Jaron Curse got hurt last week. He has an injury, knee injury. He led our team last year with 101 tackles and was expected to have a big role in the defense this year. He was one of our fan favorites going into the season. So now we're going to have to turn to undrafted free agent Marquez Bell, who had a strong training camp, or we're going to have to go with Israel Mukuamu. Uh, so again, uh, you never want to not have one of your starters, but who knows, maybe one of these guys can come in and shine. Yeah, I think I think we liked uh, Mukulamu had like was like both honestly two, two interceptions out there. So I, I'm less concerned about it. Although I think you know not having Curse on the field is going to be a hit. Oh, yeah. big time! It's yeah. he was a uh, he was an unsung hero last year. You didn't hear much about him coming in when he got signed, and then he ended up just being kind of that glue that held everyone together. He was roughing it up in the middle of the field and Dallas had had Dallas is going for it. Dallas had kind of <laughs> ha hadn't had a player like that in a lot of years. So I, I was kind of bummed out to see Jaron curse uh, get hurt prior to the season and then reactivating that injury in week one. Not good. So, so what we're going to do here real quick, we're going to hammer these out guys. We're going to do score predictions for the game. We're going to hammer these out okay. and then we each need a bold prediction. I don't I don't give a I don't give a f if it's a bright shirt or dark shirt but we need someone you, to give us their you, score. You're saying bright shirt as uh, Alec is wearing a, a these kids wear a crown. Vintage. I thought that was. I wasn't sure if that was. Safe tell. I, hey, I asked him if we were I gonna, want one of those. I asked him if we uh we were going to roll in with Jumpstart as a song as our intro song. <laughs> give him a I don't know who owns it. So okay. Oh fair. <laughs> fair. Fair enough. Um uh score. Okay. AJ, you go. Score? Oh, fuck. <laughs> the, deflect I, the deflection so Ad can think of his answer. I mean, here's... 35-27. Wow. For who? Cowboys. Wow, so we're going to go from scoring three points to scoring uh, five touchdowns. Yeah, well, I said CD's going to get a tutty and, and Zeke's getting two tutties. So that's Schultz is good for a tutty. <laughs> <laughs> so there's 28. Now you're just fucking throwing the next dart to someone else. Hey, so Ad saying 35-27 Cowboys. AJ? 21-7 Bengals. 21-7. So both of you guys right now, no field goals. We're just saying just purely touchdowns. I always throw in at least one or two field goals. I'm going to say the Cowboys lose. 
Oh, let's see. Field goals I'm going to say the Cowboys th- lose 34 to 10. Oh, wow. fuck you, dude. I honestly, I'm, I'm scared that the Bengals are going to come off of their overtime loss and we might just be that shitty punching bag. Do I think our defense is good enough to hold them um, to less than 34 points? We yes. Held, we, held, we held the Bucks. My we, issue. We held my Tom issue, Brady. To, my to, issue is I think our offense is even going to be worse this game. So our defense is going to play a big majority of the game. I, like said earlier in the cast, I hope I'm fucking wrong. I hope we win this game. I really would love, of course. I would love for us to win this game. I just don't think it's going to happen. The only reason I like your uh, scoring prediction is because you usually are wrong. So, <laughs> so it means it means it's going to be good for us. I always tell anyone, if anyone that ever asked me to bet on football, I say, just listen to what I bet on and then do the exact opposite and you'll make lots of money. Because yes, I'm terrible yes. at betting on football. Yes, so, so bet on the Bengals this weekend. The inverse? I got the Yeah, but the actual, the, ish, the actual thing is I'm going to bet on the Cowboys. So. I, know. I know, which is not... It's not great. No, but you can't have people <laughs> looking at your bank account and seeing you went the other way. Right? Exactly. What if that gets dug up? Okay, bold prediction. Let's get okay, you, get a bold prediction. You, you, and we'll, you start with your bold first since you went last on your score. Bold prediction. Cooper Rush throws for... Well, if you only have 10 touchdowns. fucking... Ten, you what? You can't go thirty-four and t- thirty-four and ten for your prediction. score. Hey, are you JC? Wa- hey, are you JC Allen over there? I can do whatever the hell I want in a bold prediction. Damn. Um, my bold prediction. Jeez. I mean, I he, okay. Is it bold to say that that Zeke gets a hundred yards and a touchdown? That at, at, right now, yes. <laughs> Can I do that? I said because yeah, I'm Zeke, not. I said I'm, 150, and that was fucking like. I'm not running for the century marks bold right now. I, that, I, I'm not joking. Like it, just looking at his last few games, right? A hundred, a hundred yards, over a hundred yards. So we can't just get a honey and a touchdown. Yeah, that's bold. Honestly, yeah. it is. Okay. Hey, Cowboys right. can fan. What do you got over there? Michael Parsons, two sacks. Ooh. Trevon Diggs, two ints. Ooh, wow. Yeah. That's that's probably the boldest. Well, I said Cooper rushed five touchdowns, but that's <laughs> that's that's pretty bold. I actually, like that. Actually, Cooper Rush does get five touchdowns with my two ints for digs, two ints, two sackies. Ad wow. ads going the the multi dimensional second uh, beat. bold prediction. Hey guys, if we if all of our bold predictions work out, we are definitely going to win this game. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> okay, uh, well, I think we do. You want to touch on our fantasy, the Can Fantasy Football League, real quick? Sure. Do you have anything up? Yeah, I got right here. Let me just read out. out uh, so first, a little of all, backstory. So we we're running, yeah. we're running uh, a Cowboys Can Fan Fantasy League. We have myself running a team, and then the Bandwagon Boys are managing a team, and then we have ten subscribers that are also in the league. That's right. And so it's a 12, 12 team half point PPR with a wide receiver, running back, tight end, flex, one kicker, one defense, make it easy, and then. Uh, handful of bench players but the most points uh last week was kilo aka super user 140.3 let's give it up for kilo the man out of boy kilo Smoke i like that kilo got just shaded by the the algorithm oh saying yeah that you go one in 13 and one then 13. Just well, came guess, out swinging i guess well, he's got two more wins <laughs> or was it no more that, wins no it's one in 13 <laughs> that that's his only win but here, it, popped out. led by uh, Patty Mahomes, 41 points, Stefan Diggs, 28 points, and uh, CEH of um, 
uh, with 21 points. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, I, I can't say that one. But then, so, so congrats, Aquila. You kicked some butt. Um, but we played, funny enough, in the first week. It was all randomized. At first, I thought the Bandwagon Boys were going to win when we got into studio. And then it uh, turned out that the Can fan himself, uh, Anthony, Tony, Bessie, Bessie. But it wasn't a uh, shellacking. It wasn't a shellacking. It wasn't a shellacking. It was like 126 to 135. Or, or here, here's a score. Daquan knew what he had to do. Let me read the breakdown. Dude, almost had you. Cowboys Can Fan Ant beat Bandwagon Boys 132 to 127, led by Saquon Barkley, who recorded the third highest score by a player this week with 35.4 points. So he's back. The boy is back, apparently. A late push in primetime on Sunday Night Football. Um, 31% of their final score wasn't in the cards for the Bandwagon Boys. So we had a lot of points on the line, and we didn't come through. And each side met their expectations, but Cowboys Can Fan Ant scored 22%. More points than projected. So from 108, he scored 132. Um, and then Cowboys, Can Fan you, dickhead. starts the no, season no, no, no. in third place. Bandwagon, uh, bandwagon Boys in seventh. First, it's the first week, so who knows? Not going to um, say that it was my best win, but it was definitely the most satisfying. And next week, it's uh, uh, the Cowboys, Can Fan Ants <laughs> take on the Gritty <laughs> Little Liars, who went 1 0. And had 133 points, so it should be a good game between you It'd guys. Be a tight game. And while the Bandwagon Boys face UK Steelers, UK Steelers, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take UK Steve. UK Steve, we're taking them down. And we scored 126, 127, and he scored 123. So both close. Oh, games. good game. Yeah. Yep, good game. All right, gentlemen. Final thoughts, guys. I'm gonna be in Vegas starting. I'm I'm heading to the states tomorrow. Right. Let's get some final thoughts. Final thoughts is that. The show's gonna have to go on, and the and the bandwagon boys finally get time to shine without uh, um, Anthbass and the Studes. You know, running. Probably good that I'm not gonna be in there. Like, it's probably good that I'm gonna be down there. And I don't know. I'm I'm nervous. AJ AJ basically summed up my mood for this season with his first sentence. Uh, he's nervous. I'm super <laughs> nervous for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think it's gonna be fun um, in the studio here, but it's gonna we're we're definitely gonna miss. I yeah. said this in our chat: if Geno Smith can take the Seattle Seahawks to a win versus Russell Wilson and the Broncos, Coop, aka Rush Hour, can fucking take us to the promised land for the uh, the Bengals beatdown. All right, for the bandwagon boys over there. Oh, is there a clip going? Oh, that was just his. That was just his. Uh, yeah, that was just his soundbite. <laughs> For the bandwagon boys over there in the studio, and me. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, we out. Peace.